Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey everyone, this is Mark Treichel with another episode of With Flying Colors. Today, I'm going to be chatting about my takeaways from the NCUA board meeting last week, the first meeting for 2024, and also a historic meeting in that it was the first board meeting for Tonya, for Tanya Otska, the new Democrat board member on the NCUA board. So I'll have some thoughts on what board member Otska had to say. Of course, Chairman Harper and of course, Vice Chairman Al Hauptman. We'll talk a little bit about what it means for fair lending, what it means for consumer compliance, what a hat tip was to what the priorities might be for NCUA in their priority letter that's coming out, a little discussion on recording exam exit meetings, and the uh, renewed focus on credit unions getting their exam reports in a timely fashion. Uh, a reference to the equal footing that they're striving to achieve between consumer compliance and fair lending, excuse me, consumer compliance and safety and soundness. And next steps is that the priority letter will come out and I'll say what I think that might mean. It's a little bit of a simplified plan, which is a good thing. And then also a discussion of NCUA's vacancy rates, which were brought up. All right. I think one way to get a flavor of how this board meeting went is to go to the press releases that followed from NCUA. And I'm going to pull them up here and give you a little bit of a soundbite from each of the three board members. The summary that NCUA issued for Chairman Harper had this quote, and this is a, a direct quote from Chairman Harper. The NCUA in 2024 will continue to address consumer financial protection on equal footing with safety and soundness. In support of this goal, the NCUA will increase the target for fair lending exams by 10, moving from 50 to 60 to ensure credit unions are complying with the laws established to protect consumers against discrimination. Also, the NCUA will continue to focus on rising and continuing challenges within the credit union system. Those risks include liquidity, interest rate, credit, and compliance risk, as well as the omnipresent cybersecurity risk. All right, that's in a nutshell. Todd had much more to say, but that's what they highlighted in his press release that caught my, my ear, caught my eye. So relative to the priorities, um, last week I did a podcast on what I think will be in the priorities letter, and all of those are there. I think I thought they might also add concentration risk. Uh, normally that letter would have come out last week, the last two or three years at NCUA, that was the week that it would come out. I think Chairman Harper was cognizant of the fact that with it being board member Otska's first board meeting, that he didn't want to bury the lead, which was her arriving. And he also didn't want to bury the lead of the priority letter. So you can expect, in my opinion, to see the priority letter this week. I'll do a podcast on it uh, coming up. But he referenced what his concerns were, which to me means that he's seen the letter and those things are in the letter. Now, perhaps there's more, but he highlighted those. As far as the increase from 50 to 60 to fair lending exams. Now, last year, they only achieved about half of that. 
their goals and their achievements over the last three years range from in the 20s to 35. They're going up to 60. He asked staff about, in a Q&A, what qualified as counting towards that number. And the answer was that it could be a standalone fair lending exam, but also they were going to be counting an expanded scope that they are developing for those credit unions that NCUA is responsible for fair lending and consumer compliance. The biggest ones, and he specifically referenced five billion to ten billion. So they'll have their random sample that they come up with for the direct focused fair lending exams, which will count towards the sixty, and they will have those exams over of credit unions over five billion between five and and ten billion that will have an expanded scope, and those will count. So that's how they're going to drag their numbers up by expanding the scope on the biggest credit unions. By the way, that's something that Todd's wanted to do since he was the he was the champion of a project when I was there of developing a transition for big credit unions into uh, the world of CFPB. There's also just continued reference by Chairman Harper. Uh, the quote that I read didn't have the uh, equal footing quote, or did it? No, it did. The financial protection and equal footing with safety and soundness. So to me, equal footing means we'll spend as many resources on it. So 60 fair lending exams, compared to thousands and thousands of safety and soundness exams. That's not equal footing, nor should there be equal footing. I think he's raising it into the spotlight that he wants more resources here. I think we'll continue to see in the mid-year budget and in the 2025 budget, particularly when you hear what board member Otska had to say on this topic, this is not going away. The the importance of consumer compliance at NCUA is uh, going to continue to go up while Chairman Harper is chairman. All right, Ford member Kyle Houtman's statement was, overall, I'm pleased to see the 2024 plan continues to put greater focus on output and outcome-oriented results. I am grateful for the inclusion of performance indicator, indicator 1.22 regarding the post-examination survey. survey. Safety and soundness is improved by open and transparent communication with credit unions. By further anonymizing the post-exam survey responses in 2023, the NCUA continued to normalize the use of the post-exam survey. The hope was simply to improve the survey response rate, but Performance Indicator 1.22 takes it a step further. It sets the standard for outcome of 90% or greater on collaboration, narrative, and timely delivery of the exam report. What gets measured gets done. I continue to urge federal credit unions to record their exit meetings and joint exam conferences. The recordings are beneficial for the credit unions and the agency as they provide a resource for new examiners, credit union staff, and boards. By not having a to determine what was said, examiners and credit unions can save time and focus on moving forward. So there's themes here that Chairman How- Vice Chairman Hauptman has been pushing all along. Uh, the survey, he was big on getting the survey out there. He talks about it a lot. But the fact that the survey establishes measuring, in part, timely delivery of exam reports, he made reference to them constantly getting, paraphrasing here, constantly getting, hearing from credit unions that they were in here last year, I still don't have my report, and they're coming in a few months. And that's consistent with, with what I'm seeing. That I don't know if it was the pandemic that it elongated uh, exams getting done, more work being offsite that elongated getting exams done. Uh, of course, there's the exam review process, which impacts that. But more often than not, I'm hearing that credit unions are displeased with the timeline for getting their exam report 
finalized. And perhaps in that this is a whole nother topic, not getting the opportunity to comment on the report, the way that NCUA is falling behind, they sometimes give it to you without an opportunity, give it to, to credit unions without the opportunity to, to, for them to have an influence on the report, which is part and parcel and integral to the exam process. So again, Chairman Harp, Chairman, Vice Chairman Hauptman, focusing on the survey, focusing on recording meetings, uh, which uh, he's encouraging everybody to do. He mentions that in merit, they actually have to check whether or not the credit union reps recorded it. He wants all federal credit unions to do that uh, because it improves the administrative record. And I think his encouragement is a, a good reason for you to know that NCUA will accept that you do that. All right. And then new board member Otska. What she indicated was finally the performance plan has set a target of 60 fair lending exams in 2024. Fair lending exams help ensure credit unions are fairly and equitably reaching all their members. Unfortunately, we've seen that redlining and lending discrimination continue to be a problem today. This will be an area of focus for me. That's probably the biggest takeaway. This is consistent, by the way, and now I've gone off the quote. This is consistent with what I anticipated would be coming from board member Oska and a Democrat-led board member, excuse me, a Democratic-led NCUA board. But this will be an area of focus for me. I support a stronger consumer compliance program, and I'd like to work with the board to continue to strengthen our fair lending and consumer protection efforts. So that's pretty direct, pretty clear. First time she speaks, she says it's about fair lending. It's about consumer protection, which... No surprise, she is a, a Democrat coming from Sherrod Brown's camp and not surprised here, predicted it. But what will that mean in 2024? More fair lending exams, probably more items in the priority letter on consumer compliance. And then I'm really interested to see what they do in the budget in 2025, which, of course, doesn't come out till later this year. Uh, draft in, November, in October, approved in December. But there's going to be more resources spent on this, particularly, again, when Chairman Harper says we're going to put consumer compliance on equal footing with safety and soundness. 95% of NCUA staff are safety and soundness staff, and they're different types of people than the people who want consumer, who pursue consumer compliance. They're different breeds, they're different personalities, and it's going to be obvious that they're going to have to hire new people to, to do this, which is all great. But the pivot is going to be a little bit harder to achieve equal footing or how, I guess it depends how you define equal footing. Uh, Chairman Harper talked about vacancy rates, that they put a goal of achieving vacancy rates at NCUA of 5%. He talked about how they hired more than 100 examiners last year to try and improve their staffing levels. He talked about the retirement of the baby boomers. By the way, when some NCUA baby boomers retired at the end of last year, last couple of years, they've been added to my team at NCUA of subject matter experts. I anticipate adding one or two of those here in the first half of 2024. So stay tuned on that. You may hear them on the podcast, but it's great that they start measuring that. I will tell you that when I was at NCUA, uh, Chairman Debbie Matz, watch that closely. But what I'm also seeing uh, pivoting to credit unions, I'm seeing credit unions uh, being criticized for having vacancies at their credit union. And I've never seen that addressed in an exam report when I was at NCUA. And I've heard about it a handful of times over the last year, which means NCUA is talking about it internally. And they're being critical of credit unions while at the same time they're having challenges with 
with hiring at NCUA. And of the handful of times that I saw it mentioned in credit unions, only one of them really seemed to be a reasonable issue that NCUA was bringing up. So I find that a little bit ironic. Let's see, what else do we have here? We talked about vacancy rates. We a simplified plan, Chairman Harper. Um, I, I think this is good that they're simplifying the plan. Vice Chairman Hopeland talked about if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority, which uh, is something I say here a lot on the podcast. Maybe he's listening. Maybe he believes the same thing as I do. But in any event, I'm, I'm glad to hear him say that because if everything is a priority, indeed, nothing is a priority. Talked about equal footing. Talked about the exam reports, timeliness. They want to, by the way, they want to have 90% of them timely. And from this, from what I've seen, it's definitely not near that. And the, so the priority letter should be coming out probably this week. That will become a focus of what Chairman Harper talks about at America's Credit Union slash CUNA slash GAC. He typically builds his speech off that priority letter. Uh, consumer compliance, buckle up. Uh, they're going to have an expanded footprint there. Also unfair lending. And uh, it's clear that uh, board member Otska uh, is big on consumer compliance and big on fair lending and will give Chairman Harper the second vote he hasn't had since becoming chairman. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where NCUA goes in 2024, but they've hinted very strongly on where that will be. And as I've discussed here, consumer compliance, fair lending, and improving the timeliness of examinations. All right, that's it. This is Mark Treichel signing off with Flying Colors. I appreciate you listening as always, and I hope you'll listen again soon. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 